talking about groundhogs. I'm not talking about groundhogs. People, 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 we might have something in the oven. Welcome back for another race week. I am your host, Jay at Wolfpack Performance, Performance Talk Podcast, home of the F1 Minute, the hottest, livest talk show on the planet for Formula One content. We got updates. We got news. We got all types of things happening. We got things shaking up on the grid, and we are going to get into some of these things. So listen, of course, we're going to look at pictures. We're going to look at uh, diagrams as far as updates. We're going to go over updates. Big shout out to Derwin Hill, Mary Beanie in the chat, the mechanic piece was going on and we might have a qualifying session on the edge of the horizon of something that could be epic the big question is right now can lewis hamilton mercedes russell not only possibly provide a double podium but is it possible that they indeed provide a race win this sunday in Canada, all right? We already know a lot of people stuck are around the nostalgia of Canada as far as Lewis Hamilton and his, his history of racing, excuse me, as far as him being a rookie, capturing not only a pole position, but then converting a pole position into a race win at Canada. Now, the question is, are some of us holding on too much to nostalgia and maybe not being here in the present as far as where Mercedes is? But the truth is Mercedes, Mercedes at this point in time have improved. They have made updates that right now will prove as upgrades. One, because of what was done prior to, all right? We had that GP. We're done with that GP that delivered a podium, a double podium, a double podium. Some may say it's circuit specific, and that's what we're here to find out. Indeed was Spain circuit specific. Indeed here in Canada, in FP2, we have a one and a two from Lewis Hamilton and Russell. All right, a one and two. Is there something brewing here? I'm going to put a poll in the chat because I got to ask you all, is there something brewing? Is there something brewing at Mercedes? Now, I already know Mary Beanie, she going to come and say, I told you all. I told you, Wolfpack. Now, if we look at the classification now, of course, don't pay attention to FP1. Spider R35, big shout out. And you see I got the VIP box. We got a new VIP member. Somebody's going to be presented their VIP box this Sunday. This Sunday. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I do have that person right here. And also, tomorrow, during qualifying, we'll have live quality trivia kickback. Come do that. Your opportunity to rent a $50 or a $25 gift card. Spider R35 says, Forza Merc. Max's board is time to rattle him. That's what we're saying. But if we look at this, FP1, we already know what happened there. Bodas, congratulations, FP1, whatever that means for Alpha Romeo's. They're having a struggling time. But Hamilton, Russell, Sainz, Alonzo, uh, Leclerc, Verstappen, Bottas, Perez, Stroll, and then we got Gasly, all right? Gasly and FP1 definitely having situations at Alpine. Not something that they're wanting, but I do need to say something. Is there not something to be said when Rossi put his team on front street and said, I don't care about going in the media and telling you all what I feel about your performance? It sucks. And because your performance sucks, I want heads to roll. I'm more your jobs at risk. 
Gasly Ocon, your seat's at risk. I want to see 500% of an increase, which is goddamn ridiculous. But he said it. Has it not been something maybe to a magnitude to a little bit of minuscule progress or maybe urgency from Alpine? I'd say so. Mary Beanie says, Jay, I told you Merck Power was coming. You did, Mary Beanie. You did. Okay. So as this goes, let's go ahead and get let's go ahead and get into some things. All right. Let's let's go ahead and get into some updates. All right. Now I always call them updates until they're upgrades, and that upgrade does not come until they deliver something of progress. So let's get into some of these updates. But I tell you what, let's blow it up big. I want to see it up big so you can all see that. And then we're also going to go over some pictures that will show some of the different variations and changes amongst the grid. So we'll cover that as well. But let's go ahead and get into these updates. Now, I tell you what, let's go ahead first and get into power unit allocations and RNCs, all right? So right now, for this track, as you see right here, two teams with a driver each running in the red. You'll see Sergio Perez, three ECES and three CEs, okay? Energy stores and control electronics, three in each right there in the red. We already know what's coming for Sergio. You can very much guarantee he's going to be taking grid penalties. And then as we also have here, on that same on that same situation, we also see right here that we'll go back to this, that not only that, but Charles Leclerc. Le Charles Leclerc is having a rough season. He indeed already CE energy stores. Boom. He's red. OK, so he's going to be taking grid penalties as well. That's not going to boil well for his championship campaign. As of right now, I don't think he has much of a championship campaign. I really don't, okay? And that, that's Ferrari's. I'm going to put more of that on Ferrari. Also, we saw him make mistakes, and we know Charles can be a driver to make mistakes. As it comes to power unit uh, RNCs, as we see right here, that was power unit allocations. RNCs, as we see right here, uh, you'll notice Max Verstappen, three, boom. Uh, once he gets there, he's going to end up red. He's right there on the fence. Then we have Ferrari Leclerc. He's going to end up going red. Then we also have Pierre Gasly. He's going to end up going red. And then you got Kevin Magnussen, which we saw had a failure in FP2. Uh, a pretty much a bad look also, again, for Ferrari. It's a bad look for Ferrari. Once again, they're having power unit issues that are failing their customer teams throughout the grid right now. Haas being that team today, damn near smoldering smoke. When you see that color of smoke that goes from just white and it goes into a dinge type of grayish type of yellowish, that's not a good situation. That's not a good sign. That's a problem for Haas. Definitely not going to be happy about that. So these are things that may be a concern going into the GP. And also a concern for that team is maybe possibly they might be taking a, a grid penalty if they're going to have to do a power unit install, which I'm not sure if that news has come out yet, and I will check that, but that is what we're running onto. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to be here live for qualifying and don't forget to be here live for race day we're going to be turning up guaranteed okay so let's go ahead and get into what you all really want to come here for let's go ahead and get into some updates let's do that all right so i'm going to go over the updates we're going to go ahead and turn this up real big you know what i'm saying i'm not going to try to keep you long i know you got to get your sleep we got to wake up for qualifying we got to wake up for fp3 i know a lot of you are probably excited some teams doing good some teams not some teams sliding there's a lot of things going on red bull haas alpine mercedes ferrari got a lot big shout out to ferrari for the le mans win ferrari needs to try to duplicate that situation and success in formula one which they have not really done this season but at least they got le mans to hold on to but 
Charles wasn't a driver, so I don't know how much that's going to do for him. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. We're going to make it big. Boom. We're going to cover Williams Racing first. All right, Williams Racing first. So what we got here first from Williams Racing, don't forget to pick up that Purple Sectors merch down below. A hat, a shirt, something, support the channel. All Everything goes through. And I got some big, listen, listen. Listen, I got big news coming, okay? I've found a way. You all did some wonderful things not too long ago. We had a live. I'm not going to speak to it directly because, I'm, I, you know, people weren't there. They weren't there. But there were some of you there. We had a live. It was a very important live. And many of you took part in contributing toward that live for things to go to a certain place to assist a certain citizenship of people in a country. I have found a way to not only make sure that what we did helps those people, but what you did will pay back to you. Unfortunately, it won't be everybody, but I've done my best to make sure that I can find a way to give back to my community. So I'm really excited about that. I got to wait for confirmation and delivery, and then we'll go into that. That's all I'm going to say about that for right now. But I really appreciate you, and I'm going to show you how much I appreciate you. So we're right here, what we have, uh, we have Williams, okay? Williams starting out is the floor body, and this is a performance local low. It's a local low performance update. Uh, the floor geometry is new, including the forward fence and diffuser profile. So we already know a lot of teams looking to try to control that air as soon as possible coming into that floor section. The floor is a very important area in today's era of cars. Do not believe anybody that tells you it is just the side pods that need to be changed. It is not. Okay, side pods work in combination with other units on the on the car and ground effects are not just side pods. Big shout out to Race Motorsports TV for the super sticker. Big shout out to you. Appreciate you much. Thank you all. So listen, you know, the floor is where ground effects are. Last time I checked, ground effects weren't located on a side pod. But still not to say that side pods don't affect that whole package. But don't believe people say it's just side pods, just side pods. It's not just side pods. So anyway. Uh, Coke engine cover. This is also flow conditioning. Revised side uh, side pod side pod geometry with more pronounced ramp, which we will look at that on a picture. I do have that, so I'm going to check out that ramp section with you. All right, then the side pod inlet again, flow conditioning. Uh, minor update to the mirror and the mirror stay assemblies. Then we have the halo again, flow conditioning. A lot of things on Williams is flow conditioning, okay? And a lot of things this season are going to be flow conditioning. Teams are still trying to get a handle on the aero packages of these cars so a lot of things that you're going to see this season besides track specific or circuit specific upgrades you're going to see flow conditioning a lot okay this is still we're still in this era where teams are trying to understand these concepts they're getting more of a grasp on them but now that they're getting more of a grasp they can focus on making more changes to their aero packages to their floor packages to their side pod packages all the profiles that are going to condition and flow to so they can maximize their packages so again we have rear suspension again flow conditioning this is uh, external geometry to the rear suspension suspension links and that might be the cladding around the bars that you really don't see because they're not that attractive to condition that flow then you have the rear corner local load here new geometry for the rear brake duct inlets and then you have the uh, rear wing end plate again local load new rear wing end plate geometry okay so as we go into that that indeed is that indeed is Williams there. All right. So Williams doing some updates here. Now, unfortunately, Williams got cut short <clears throat> on time 
because FP1 was ruined not only by Gasly initially, but then by the TV system for the circuit. So in which they could not run there, you need that system uh, for information. So they had to shut it down. So altogether, FP1 was lost. What they did in FP2 was add 30 minutes on. So they got 90 minutes of FP2, but still there's nothing like that valuable time that a team will have to try to get as much data as possible so that they can make the necessary changes and go from there. So, yeah, they got cut short. Williams with a heavy package. I mean, Williams right now have the Updates Galore Award. They have the most updates route and at least documented to me. And with that being said, they would need a lot of time to understand what they've brought to Canada before qualifying in the race. So they're going to have to be learning a bit more about this Cardinal Fly. Williams has definitely been slowing their descent as what I call them, an angel falling from heaven. I think they're on their way up. James Files, I think he's doing a good job. I think he's a good presence there in that team. I think he brings some things to that team that they've been missing for some time. And now what they have to do is find a way to get their car package to a level to where their drivers will need to be evaluated. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Bad thing for drivers if they can't be there. OG Zilla just sit out 10 Wolfpack memberships. He just blessed 10 people. Let's see who those 10 people are. We got Wildery Supreme. Big shout out Ernest Collins The God PD Blue Diva Big shout out to you as well Yato Carries Gold Michael Panza Jefferson Hey And Swag Yola And then Leonard Bupanda Big shout out Welcome to the Wolfpack fam Get into the Discord We will have a Wolves Den tomorrow Alright I might do it between FP3 And qualifying Or we might do it post qualifying So we can talk about things Before we go into the race But big shout out OG Zilla You are OG for real one of our most recent vip members just blessed 10 people in the chat with wolfpack memberships we going crazy all right so let's go ahead and get into the rest of these teams let's go ahead and switch it up we're going to go ahead and talk about the next team for updates and that team is mclaren all right mclaren right here not bringing too many updates but maybe they don't really need to bring a lot of updates as they have other things they need to focus on so the updates that they are bringing are the rear wing and this is local load new rear wing assembly okay big thing and then the beam wing local load new beam wing assembly so we also know that again the beam wing is a focus this season with these cars trying to get a handle on conditioning the flow red bull right now being a leader i believe being a leader as far as the beam wing the rear of the car we know initially during the livery launches alfa romeo were talking heavily about what they were going to do as far as the rear development of their car they have not shown us much but still it is a focus there is a project going right there. We know Alfa Romeo as uh, as that package is coming over to Haas in 2024 so the Sauber chassis likely will just run Sauber and then once 2026 comes in 2025 2026 Audi will be there will those drivers be there I don't know but we'll see but we're with McLaren so let's go ahead and go to our next our next team as far as updates because we want to get to some of these juicy pictures all right juicy pictures you know I love car porn I am I go blind looking at car porn amongst other things rear wing is drag range this is circuit specific with Haas MoneyGram Haas, who will be Alfa Romeo Haas coming next season. The new geometry of the main plane and flap of the rear aerodynamic device. Okay. Then we have cooling louvers. This is circuit specific. 
terrific for cooling range, ambient conditioning that normally are encountered. Improve the cold cooling range available. And then floor edge, local load again. Evolution of the floor edge shape that it has been revised as one of the most significant and correct working of the entire floor. All right, so that is what we got there. Now let's go ahead and go into the next team, which is Aston Martin, all right? Aston Martin, definitely, Aston are having some issues. I think a little bit on the back foot. I'm not, maybe not a total slide, but definitely on the back foot right now trying to come forward they may be indeed getting hustled out of that second position now keep in mind they're already out of the second position as it comes to constructor championships mercedes have now edged them out i told you all before you need both of your drivers to be near each other in race results in sprint races to deliver those points in bulk they they don't have that lance is not delivering right now he's not coupled with alonzo as he's on a two on a pole or three on the podium or in the top five. Lance usually has a vast gap between him and his teammate driver and Alonzo. You can't conduct yourself that way in a season and expect to have constructor championship. Mercedes do have that. It is likely even debated that Mercedes have the best driver pairing on the grid, although I know some people have a little bit of odd ends with Russell in the way he may conduct himself. Keep in mind, uh, Russell coming to the team trying to find out, but that's not to say that that's not going to be his character. I think there are a lot of evidence that people should be concerned about with Russell but I'm still saying Russell's a good driver and a good driver is assisting the greatest driver in Formula One Lewis Hamilton in taking Mercedes to number two and constructors Red Bull is still a far off of a goal for any team to think that they're going to rival as soon as anything that they want okay we're looking at 2024 likely for teams to start rivaling Red Bull to take wins off Red Bull to where we don't know who the champion is going to be in the driver championship or in the constructor championship Spider R35 says Merck looked like the only stable car in FP2. That is a fact, my friend. And that also does speak mounds of progress for Mercedes. Looking that that car is stable, that's something that they've been fighting. The drivers have been fighting. Now that Mercedes have a stable platform after the B-spec, which is pretty much what we're going to talk about, we talked about with Bryson, not technically a B-spec without the monocoque being changed, but as many drastic changes they made, suspension, side pods, floor, there is said uh, to be a B-spec there. And now that B-spec variation is proving its dividends and updates converting to upgrades. So let's talk about Aston because they have some extreme changes. They're the other team. This is the third team right now this season that we that is highly pronounced that has changed their direction or at least increased their direction as so in their side pod development. We got Mercedes, which is the biggest change in direction by far this season for a team with their aero side pod package. Then we have Ferrari, which said they weren't going to change direction. Then they did change direction, which would be the second. Now we have Aston Martin, which have indeed made a change to their side pod, not as drastic as the first two teams in Mercedes and Ferrari, but it is initially, it is indeed different. Then you have Williams, and we're going to go over those pictures, so stick with me because I got pictures. Okay, I got car porn. You don't believe me? I'm going to show you. I got car porn coming. I got car porn coming and grab your popcorn, okay? So just hold tight. We're going to look at those pictures. So as I was saying here, let's go ahead and go into Aston Martin. Let's go big and in charge. Mary Beanie Merck have tweaked the car. Lewis is super happy. They are making tweaks. Not big revisions, but they're working on the package that they got. So Aston Martin, cake, uh, cake. They do have cake coming. 
believe it. They're going to cake up this season. I just don't know if it's going to be a strong second or third, but they are baking a good cake. Coke engine cover, flow conditioning. The bodywork is wider with the upper deck remaining high for longer than previous version. Cooling louvers. This is going to be circuit specific. They're trying to increase that cooling range as those louvers needed to be changed because their bodywork did change. Floor body is local load. The leading edge of the floor has been revised to bias height more the inboard side. So like I said, we're going to be looking at pictures of these changes on the Aston Martin. So stick with me. Like I said, we are going to be looking at pictures, actual pictures to kind of compare and contrast before to now Canada GP. So don't leave. I got more coming for you. So let's go ahead and go into the next team. And we're almost through. This is not as big as the list as we had last time. Uh, but Alpine. Definitely having some issues in their camp. But as you see right here, they brought some updates. Rear wing, local load, revised geometry, including a thicker pylon and large end plate cutout. Then rear suspension. This is also local load, revised lower leg fairing geometry, more nose. Big shout out. Blue Diva bringing the super chat. Mary being and Blue Diva teaming up in there. We've got to give our Queen Mary major props. We do because Mary Beanie never shook. She never swayed. She never gave up. She never threw Mercedes in the trash when things were looking bad. Mary Beanie and Dee stuck in there and she kept saying, I believe in Mercedes. I know what's coming. They're going to do it. And Mary Beanie and Dee, you are correct. So we're going to Alpine. Big shout out for them. They're making their changes. I like the livery of the car. I like the color combination of Alpine, but Alpine not doing as good as they thought they were going to be with best of the rest. You know, their quote or their slogan going on, that's definitely left. That's dwindled away. Uh, so let's go to the next team for updates so we can get into some of these car porn pictures. And then we have Scuderi Alphatari, all right? Alphatari not bringing much front wing. This is a balanced range. This is also circuit specific. And I do have a picture of Alpine's front wing. We'll look at that. Compared to the baseline, a new flap has been designed with reduced cord and camber wing sections. Then last but not least, the team that is struggling just as much as other teams. And I've told you, Alfa Romeo, Botas, and Joe. Botas bought a fire lid to, see this, to the grid at Canada. That lid is fire, lumberjack style. I like it. Matter of fact, Anybody remember that Lumberjack Serp or that pancake? I think it was Hungry Jacks. Yeah, pretty good pancakes. Alpha Romeo, rear corner, cooling range, redesigned cooling outlet for the rear brake ducts. And that is what we have right now, ladies and gentlemen, for your updates as Canada is concerned. Let's get into some of these pictures and look at how some of these cars, mainly Aston Martin, how they've changed from Spain or before to now in Canada. And let's get into that, all right? So as we get into that, uh, we're going to go ahead and turn that on. Let me go ahead and bring that over for you. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and bring this in big. Let's go ahead, look at these things. And as you see right here, the Canadian uh, update now on that side pod profiling, definitely different, all right? So we'll, we'll take a look at this, and I'll show you what I mean by different. Let's take a look at before. Before, uh, let me pause this. Before, this is what we had. More rounded shape here at the top where the Kunzite is. All right, look at the, where the side stay is. Look at where the floor stay is, that support for the floor. Now, look at now as we're in Canada. The mechanic, big shout out to you, bro. Big shout out to the mechanic. Says, Blue Diva caught on CCTV camera compromising Alonzo and Max's car. <laughs> she said she put sugar cubes in their fuel tanks. <laughs> That's the old school trick. You want to jam up somebody's fuel system, put that sugar in there. That is no doubt. France, what's going on? Big time, long time, no see. Glad to see you here. Do you think Merck pace is real or just engine turned up? Either way it goes, right? France, just, just peep me out. 
either way it goes, the pace is real, right? The, the stopwatch doesn't lie. So the pace is real. Even if they turn the engine up, is it not something to be said that last season or even before the B-Spec, it didn't matter if they turned the engine up or not. The car's aero package, the car's development, the car's setup would not have handled it. It's something to be said that now that they can turn the engine up, they have confidence in the fact that the car can stay on track. So, yeah, the pace is real, buddy. It's real. It's real. The mechanic says right here, the mechanic, no wonder Alonzo was slow even with upgrade. Hey, that sugar in the tank. She says, salty balls, you need a little sugar with that. Nothing, nothing like a sweet, salty type package. That's why, you know, like Chex Mix, sweet, salty. Hey, it goes well. Spider R35 says a couple race wins and consistent podiums would be a huge accomplishment for this year next year Merck will be fully back on top that is not something that you can say is so far-fetched for real if Mercedes finish out this season with some race wins and on average finishing consistently with podiums you got to give it to them and you got to say what is to come 2024 now that they have ridded themselves of that design and have a stable platform to build on you kind of got to wonder about that and you got to wonder is red bull thinking about the same thing just saying all right let's get back to this picture so as we as we see right here on this big slide there's the difference look at that it's more rounded going to that rear look at that shoulder how that shoulder is more rounded now look at the new one less rounded you got more carbon coming up and that plane that line is more straight going to the back of that car they've decreased that roundness of the side pod and they've made that more straight also look at the bottom where the floor connects to the side pod you'll see that that profiling also changed i should have put an arrow there so you can see it and you also see a bit a nice little playing a nice little kind of line more line developing in there where they're going to be conditioning that flow we're also going to look at a flow viz picture so i can kind of explain some things there that definitely are telling and i'm not sure by that picture i'm not sure if aston martin are going to see what they think they want to see this weekend looking at a bit of the flow viz patterns all right i'll get into that so let's go back into this so before now in Canada, there are your differences. Here we have the side pod. This is before. This is one of the profound areas are the areas of concentration that I, myself, and others have been really talking about. The gully in this side pod was so deep with Aston Martin and Alpine also. We were trying to figure out, and I was, I was, I'll speak for myself, I was trying to figure out why did Ferrari not take this same similar approach? Mercedes took a bit not as egregious or not as in-depth as Aston, not egregious because it's not a bad thing. This is a good positive development. But now look at that same area. It's, it's almost, it's deeper, but then they've decreased the width, which has now increased that shoulder area of that side pod. Look at that. That is a vast difference. That is a difference in what you're seeing. They are going, it's, it's almost like they're going more in on this type of development. They're going more in on it, but also they're conditioning the airflow a bit more whereas it comes across this area it's kind of flat and kind of goes around they've went deeper with that gully and they're more fine-tuning that flow also making these areas more rounded hoping to make this flow conditioning of the air a bit better or whatever they see now look at the 18 look at how that eight tucks that one tucks up under there compared to here that area, you have more of a crease, more of a flat dead down into the gully, and then the gully starts. Here, you got that area tucking in. 
This is not the air only area to do that. Okay, there's an area on the lower air side, the lower area of the side pod that also does this, but I question it. Okay, I question it a little bit. All right, what we got here? We got Rice Motorsports TV says with the super chat, big shout out. Merck probably hasn't had the engines turned up since 2021. Hmm. They're getting that car back in the window where it needs to be to really push. Big facts. I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you, Rice Motorsports TV. Definitely. All right, so let's get into this next photo right here so you can check this out. Now, this is the area that I'm concerned with. Now, they have a deep undercut. Look at that side pod definitely out there helping for that outwash. Definitely the wake. My apologies, the wake. That inlet, very attractive and sexy. But as you see the red arrow, I'm not sure if that area is conditioning that flow the way that, it almost seems like that would create more drag, but maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want more drag there to get more downforce. I'm not sure if that development is going to yield what they think they may want to see, but we're going to have only time will tell and only performance will tell only the stopwatch will tell only what we see in qualifying and throughout the race weekend will tell, but that seems a bit abrupt and so much of a straight edge. I'm not sure if that's not more of a blunt object in the wind, which will cause drag. And if that's what they want, Hey, go for it. But I'm not sure about that. So if we go to the next image right here, we're talking about Ferrari, Ferrari coming up. We already know their side pod update and some of the minor thing changes that they're trying to get. I'm not I'm not really sold. I'm not sold that the drivers are that confident in Ferrari right now. I'm really not. I think they're saying what they should say. You see, they're still sticking to these flow gap separators. Slot gap separators, which is kind of like outwash furniture. They haven't deviated from that. The drivers are talking like they should be confident, but I'm not I'm not sure that the drivers, when they're talking, I hear confidence in their voice, especially now that they have a customer team that has a power unit failure in Ferrari, especially knowing what Ferrari is trying to do and overcome, especially with their new development and trying to understand that. Although Ferrari in the mix in FP2, we all know the chips come when we get to qualifying in Q3, and we'll see what Ferrari is doing then. All right, so right there, Ferrari on the grid, definitely. Uh, look right here, no doubt about it. The W14B is a different beast from the W14A and even the W13. Look at the ride height there. Not having to shove that car to the floor as many times as we have seen so much that it almost seemed like the floor was being worn on the circuit, like it was that low. Mercedes now finding themselves in a place where other teams were. But the thing is, will they develop throughout the season? And we know we know that Mercedes have done this. They've they've they're one of the best teams at developing in the season, although development's not resulting in competing and rivaling Red Bull. Still progression and progress was made. Here we go right here. Red Bull, the fastest team on the grid. Very draggy package. Look at the front wing. Look at the way those flaps, those va those cords are. Very draggy right there on the front. Look at the rear wing. I think by far, this says Red Bull have no doubt that they know they have the fastest car on the grid, can run a draggy more package than compared to other teams and still be fast. But is that the case? Is that the case? It's not what we saw in FP2, right? If we really talk about it, it's not what we saw in FP2 because in FP2, Verstappen and Perez five and six, five no six and eight six and eight have they gone with the wrong package 
and will they change this up by FP3 and then qualifying? All right, we'll see. Because listen, I always say, you cannot count Max out with the fastest car on the grid. We've seen it time and time again. So you can't count them out. That's just a fact. Just keep it real. Let's just be fair. You can't count them out. Now, here we are. Here are some of these changes that I was speaking to you about with Williams. Again, with the side pod area. Now, look at the side pod area right here before. Look at the Coke engine cover. Engine cover right here as well with the cannons, as we know, very pronounced at Mercedes. Look at that. Now, look here in Canada. Different profiling. Again, just like Aston with Williams to their side pod configuration. Look again here. Engine cover along with the side pod. Look at that nice hump on the rear rear shoulder of that side pod. Look at how it humps. And then you have an aggressive downward, uh, downward angle on the rear of that side pod before it goes to the rear of the car. Now look, a little bit more tamed out, a nice little dip in there as it goes to the, it, the rear of the car. Definitely different. Now will this work? This is something they want to see. Mary Beanie with the super chat. Believe me when I say... Lewis for pole quality will be rained and he is the rain master. I got groundhogs to bite the cables and Merc engines not turned yet. Hey, Mary Beanie, those groundhogs are something. Don't forget Latifi murdered one of those groundhogs one season. He killed one. These groundhogs are vicious out there. And Mary Beanie, if she's employed these groundhogs to do her dirty work, they are dependable. They might be in there. Yang, 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 yang. They might say, you know what? We're taking the Alonzo approach. We're going to gnaw everything out like, like Alonzo was paying people to try to, you know, sabotage Lewis Hamilton's side of the garage. That's a fact. So, yeah, right here, side pod. Uh, don't drink and drive. I know they got Michelob as a sponsor, but don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. It's not a good situation. But as we look, like I said, let's look at before. Right here, that hump on the rear. Look at the uh, where the side state is not here in view. Pay attention to that as well. And then the Coke engine cover. And then now look at where the side, the stay is. They got a support right there. And then that nice flow, not so much of an abrupt down after a hump on that side pod and where that shoulder is located. And then the engine cover as well. Also, let's look here where the floor is connecting to that area that I pointed out to you on the ass. And this is before. All right. Now look. Very different right there as far as that body contouring. Very different, okay? More abrupt as it's on the leading side to the trailing side, how that court just gets wide and then it all of a sudden gets narrow. Tells you the drastic change in body work there as far as angle of attack on things. And then again, look here. This is the picture that I really want to focus on and point out, all right? I really want to point this out. Now, Flowviz, this is how teams, this is how, one of many ways teams get to see visually how the air is moving across the bodywork, okay? How, when you hear flow conditioning, they get to visually see, let's check this out. Look at my, where my red arrows are. This is where things really kind of make teams pay attention, like, are we getting what we want? Now, this first arrow up here, let me make this big. My apologies. The first arrow up here. Do you see how that flow viz is more like frog? I don't know if you know what frog eye frog eyes are in paint, but if you have frog eyed in your paint, what that is is moisture got into the paint. It causes what these bubble ups look, which we call them frog eyes. Look at these frog eyes right here in this flow viz. What that kind of tells you is 
the air is turbulent there. It's not smooth. If you look below where the Kunzite is, where the 0.0% is, you see how that that all that flow viz is consistently keeping its its cover over that side pod that's what you want to see when you get right here and you start seeing frog eyes that's turbulent air right there it's not really conditioning the way that they probably wanted to or it's not as efficient as they way the way they want to so that's in the area just on the side pod inlet all right now go back to the midsection of the side pod what you see here is what i call streaking OK, you see that you have body exposed where the flow viz is not covering. Then you have streaks of the flow viz going out. That is air detaching from the side pod, not carrying that flow viz consistently over the body work. That is also something that teams pay attention to to let them know that at some point the air is becoming detached. Maybe they wanted to. Maybe they don't. They're going to check out CFD, went on all of this. This is just another tool and component that they use to try to understand what is happening in real time to their update. All right. Some of these things they may want. I don't believe that this turbulent air up here where this side pod inlet is, I don't think they want that at all. Now, whether they want that air to detach from the side pod right here, mid range of that, I'm not sure. Okay, maybe it is because maybe they want to say we're we're making a wake. So yeah, we want the air to start going away from the body at this point and then let the other bits condition that wake airflow somewhere else. Maybe, maybe not. But I can tell you this, we're going to find out in FP3, we're going to find out in qualifying Q3, and we're going to find out on race day if this update package that Aston Martin bought is either a downgrade or an upgrade. That's just a fact. We're going to find that out. All right. And as we get around here, you can see more of what's going on. And you can see that the gully uh, where they've now kind of brought that out, but it's very steep and deep closer to the body of the car where that is going. But indeed, Aston Martin has been a team that has come out of the box swinging. Don't also forget Aston Martin being one of three teams to breach the cost cap and our um, financial breach, our, our standard, what they call a procedural breach. OK, you had Williams, you had Red Bull, by far the most egregious. And then you got Aston Martin. But they're doing a job. They also have their deal coming up with Honda. Okay, Honda Engines is going to be teaming up with Aston Martin. So now they be, can become a works team versus a customer team, giving them more control over their package and the way they're going to develop going forward. They got the new facilities. They have a lot of new things coming. Lawrence is definitely doing what he should be doing as a team owner, a CEO, to assist his team to win. And it is paying off. Right now they're having... I think it's understanding having a little bit of trouble. Now, if this can, now there are two things that could happen to Aston right now. They're on the back foot. Other teams are developing like Mercedes and Ferrari. Okay. If Ferrari and Mercedes are out developing Aston Martin going forward, they're still going to be in the back burner. They're going to have to find a way to catch up just like all other nine teams are trying to find a way to catch up to Red Bull racing, Red Bull racing, developing over the course of time in the season. They're just building on top of something that is already working unless they do something to screw that package up. Like Max made the pun, like the, the clue, like what if, what if we show up with no pods or slim down side pods, that would be crazy. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to tell you big. Okay. If Adrian Newey, all right, if Adrian Newey comes out with a package that he has designed for Red Bull that is a slim down side package that is very similar to what Mercedes had and has now abandoned, and he makes that car competitive in the same sense that it already sits, 
That speaks mounds of credit to the greatness of Adrian Newey to show Mercedes that I took your concept, which troubled you greatly, and I made it work to us, and we still would be great and fast going forward. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying if it does happen, that's got to be some credit to be given to what's taking place. All right, so also... Right here, let's look at that gurney. Let's look at that big and in charge. We'll look at that gurney off the uh, the rear of the, the engine cake cover, coke area. And they changed this. I liked it. This was kind of like almost some Batmobile superhero, that real point kind of angle of I like the way that looked. But it, just because I like the way it looks doesn't mean that it works well for the team. They've went away from it. They've went with something that is a little bit more conventional, getting rid of that drastic point and just kind of keeping that gurney going all the way back there. So hopefully maybe we'll see if that is something else because i guess if you think about it you could be losing air in here in this gap between the bodywork and this gurney a lot of air cannot be getting conditioned or flowed in here right so indeed you may have troubled air in this area before it falls off the car and here they're finding themselves maybe conditioning that air airflow a bit more having more control over it, at least in this area and going forward before it hits the beam wing area so that is something to keep in mind as they want to do and also we went over that so this is where we sit this is where we sit all right so we're, we're here uh as the hot news board says hamilton looking to win canada can this happen has mercedes made enough progress to where Lewis Hamilton or Russell can get on pole and then convert a pole to a race win. If we go into qualifying and we still see this gap between Red Bull, like six, what was it, five and seven, six and eight, if that gap still stays there, holy cow, grab your popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. We could see a different season going forward. But more than that right now being realistic, we could see a double podium again from Mercedes. Now, we already know the Red Bull, the RB19, is the fastest car on the grid up until this point, and there's no reason for us to think different about that. Going into qualifying in the race, we're going to have to see what happens, okay? Now, if Mercedes push, Hamilton gets pole, and then converts into a race win. Oh, we gonna be lit for finale lap on Sunday. That's all I gotta say. We're gonna be lit as hell. We're gonna be here tomorrow. Quality kickback. Come join us. We're gonna have trivia games. The winner of those trivia games will have the opportunity to spend for a $25 or $50 gift card. Will I am Freak Dogs Flare. Many other people have been paid for winning quality. I think even Wildcat. People are winning money from Wolfpack. We got great things happening here. Come join us. Quality kickback trivia. I got a list of questions. First person to three will get the opportunity on Sunday. We'll spin that wheel, $25 or $50. Also, don't forget, we have a new VIP member that we will be presenting on Sunday. I got the name right here. Name right here. I'm not going to show you who it is. If you know who it is and you slow that down to try to peek through that paper, hey, you doing what you do. But that person, you will find out who that person is on Sunday. That is their box. I will be packaging that up with goodies and sending it out to them. Uh, so, yeah, we got we, this is. This season, we've had the most VIP members ever. Also, I'm coming up with something very cool at the end of the season. We used to have a tier two. Tier two packages is no more. I'm going to do something better than tier two, okay? It was a select few of people that would reach that level. By the end of the season, I will go through and find out who has reached what I consider a tier two level, and I'm going to do something pretty damn cool. 
I'm going to do something pretty damn cool. I'm excited about it. So I'm excited about doing it for you. Also, don't forget, we have the Wolfpack Epic Grudge Racing Series that is going to turn into a big series. And why do I say that? Because we are going to have big packages coming all right we got big packages coming and i do mean big packages when i say big packages we have a giveaway coming when you enter into this race now you have to be a member of six months or more which means your badge has to be green i am giving away a fanatec steering wheel a fanatec base that is pc playstation xbox ready and fanatec pedals to the winner we also will have small other prizes going out throughout the series where other people will have things that they can win from the series even even if you don't win the big package, you win other things like swag, merch, shirts. Galacticus has given up. Spider R35. There have been plenty of other people that have decided they're going to contribute to that. So please join the channel. Become a member. If not for anything that, I mean, who else is going to do a giveaway like that on their channel? Damn near $1,500 worth of merch uh, that you're going to get. Fanatec base, Fanatec wheel, and Fanatec pedals. You see it right there. Don't sleep on us. Wolfpack fam be going in big time. We be going in big time. Come mess with us all right so with that being said i am going to see you oh also let me see we got super chats we got super chats wiry supreme mercedes needs hijack adrian newey so james and adrian can build a rocket ship wiry supreme big fat welcome to the fam i see you back in yellow badge listen man you got to stay in keep your membership up bro because you are what you're on the way you're green they're gonna get your shirt if you have a green badge hit me up in the discord you need to get in discord i'm not doing anything else you're a wolfpack member you've had long enough download discord get into the discord group it comes with your wolfpack youtube there's already a video that shows you how to get in there if you're a member you can only see it if you're not you're not you're not going to see it og zilla says just to keep on the foil hat red bull has pretty much both championships in the bag okay right you're right that's og zilla just being real they could be testing new parts for next year's car already damn bro you saying something right there oh og zilla you saying something right there bro think about that Think about that. What if Red Bull are so confident that they have this in the bag, right? We know there's a big points difference between Perez and Max. And like pretty much the teams are like, you know, Perez, don't worry about it no more. You can just race and drive. You're never going to make. We've made sure that you will not rival Max. So just be comfortable. <laughs> By the way, F1 Minute, we're going to be live here Monday, 830 p.m. Eastern time. So come join us. It's an opportunity for you as a viewer. I'll let you come onto the platform just like we are now. Ask questions. You get to call in all that good stuff. Come join us Mondays, 830 Eastern Standard Time. Now, this weekend is Juneteenth. It is a holiday. So likely I will do the show earlier in the day. So that way our UK family members can take part a little bit earlier, but a little bit later in the day because other people are also celebrating today. But I ain't taking no days off, but I will be celebrating Juneteenth. But I also will be here with you celebrating that as well. So be here monday be here be here saturday be here sunday be here monday all through the week you know i work hard i don't play no games all right so we're gonna see what happens tomorrow we're gonna be here live for qualifying lot watch i already got my honey bun on deck i get hungry when i get excited i got the honey bun on deck right here i'm also going to make race day waffles on race day and i will post those and let you see what type of waffle i want to make i'm still trying to think about what type of waffle i want to make so don't forget that all right be here with us live 
Saturday tomorrow for Quali Kickback. Live watch with Quali Stats and Quali Trivia. Live on race day Sundays, going over the highlights and having a damn good time. Live on Monday for F1 Minute, the talk show where you get to share my platform and give your views. Honey Buns on deck. Mary Beanie and Galacticus, I ain't playing Blue Diva. I got the Honey Buns. Throw them up in the chat and the waffles are going to be coming. Big shout out to you all for joining me for the live. I bet you thought you didn't see me. You must be playing. You know I'm going to come correct. I will see you all tomorrow. Peace and love. Be safe out here, all right? Boom.